The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? This is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. First time since the Cowboys won a Super Bowl. They have put together back-to-back 12-win seasons. Welcome to a Friday edition of Mixed Shots. Inside the SWBC podcast studio, Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. As we turn return to the days of Super Bowl winning teams with back-to-back 12 win seasons Mickey how's that spinning it positive 12 and four seasons that's 12 and four that's, that's right even nice. though there's another game that's to play. another one can go for 13 here mm-hmm. next week against Washington Lucky number 13 and you guys need to be good because I met a whole bunch of cowboy fans uh, yesterday that listen to mix shots really so, so don't let them down okay? <laughs> <laughs> and you got in when? I think I by the time I got home it was we landed right a little bit after. I didn't mean two. to stump you with this question. I was just trying to remember. I ain't got a lot of sleep here. Probably got home at three o'clock. All right, so you're In rested, rested oh, and ready. Got my four hours sleep. There you go. All right, what and here we are. What do you need? Here we are as we wrap up what happened on Thursday night and look ahead to a New Year's weekend. Just one more game now left in this season. And where is this Cowboys team now as we sit here 12-4 and at the New Year? Well, they are guaranteed the fifth seed in the mm-hmm. NFC playoff. Nothing less than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're probably guaranteed, unless something really weird happens, they're playing the division champ of the NFC South, uh, Tampa Bay or Carolina, mm-hmm. and that should be decided. Or New Orleans. Or New Orleans. That's a long <laughs> shot. Uh, and Tampa Bay and Carolina play this Sunday, so we'll see how that And New Orleans plays out. Philadelphia, and Cowboys fans right. want a Saints win in Philly. So the Cowboys, That's by, by winning— <laughs> That's why he said it's a long shot. Yeah, the Cowboys, by winning, at least put the pressure on the Eagles that they have to win one more game. But we don't want to make it too easy for them. You no. Know. We don't want them coasting out. To they the thought they had a cakewalk yes, at 13-1 and one mm-hmm. until the Cowboys showed up, yeah, right? Right. Uh, and so, and now they got to make a decision when they put Jalen Hurts back on the field. Is he practicing? This he week? is practicing. He did yeah. practice According this to week. the head coach, if you believe the head coach, yeah. he looked good in practice mm-hmm. yesterday. After the okie doke that uh, his legs look good in practice. That's what he meant. <laughs> yeah, he didn't specify. After the okie doke that Tennessee pulled pulling the starting quarterback the day of the game and saying, "Okay, we're going to go with this guy that just showed up nine days ago." Yeah. 
And, and he played much better than the guy that the Cowboys would have right. faced. And I, think, <laughs> and I think he won the backup job going forward. And so he's going to play He's going to play in their Week 18 playoff game against Jacksonville next right. week. He'll yeah. start that game Absolutely. Now. Oh, man, that's Joshua crazy. Dobbs. That's crazy. It's going to be good. It's going to be fun for them. I'm, I had fun last night watching the game. I really did. I, I had circled this uh, game on the schedule as a problem game. I and, did too until they lost five straight. Right, right, right. They that this is a team. If I, if you guys recall, the the three teams that I always bring up when I talk about intestinal fortitude: Pittsburgh Steelers, the Ravens, and the Titans. You know, they they have that that persona. Uh, well, they they just they don't have that now. The, the Titans just don't have that, and the Ravens themselves are having problems as well. The Cowboys. Uh, it seems to be the most <laughs> resilient team in the NFL right now. And like you said, a lot of it because of their own making. You know, being resilient enough to come back from your own mistakes that you caused uh, for no reason. Uh, Nate was talking about the, the interceptions, a happenstance interception versus your own. And we're having too many of our own on top of those happenstance interceptions. And I know it's a drop pass. But it was a drop pass and then tipped <laughs> on top of it. Wait, I can catch. He missed it three times. Yeah. Oh, so, I mean, but you know, and and the throw into coverage. What was his excuse for that? None. Bad decision. Just bad. He, you know, he he gets on the roll and and even with what you see coming from Dak, the 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 mistakes and all that, you still have to marvel at how he comes back and just the touch, rights the wrong. The touchdown, Pat. The second one to Schultz. Dude, dude, huh? come on, man. Come on, man. That's that's. And you know what? That, that's pinpoint. That wasn't. I shouldn't say it was improvised, but Schultz told me that during the week they had practiced that play uh, several times, and the ball never came to him. It went to CD. <laughs> that's wow. where the ball was supposed wow. to go. But because of the way they played it, and the corner stayed with CD, that left the safety with Dalton Schultz. The safety's 5'11", 200. Schultz is 6'5", 255. Who do you think's going to no win contest. that jump ball? And it was, it, there was a moment as a defensive back, you, you have a dilemma. Okay, is he going to throw it kind of like back shoulder like he did? Uh, it was semi-back shoulder, but he gave— It was kind of a lob, It was right? a lob, but it wasn't, it wasn't a lob towards the corner of the end zone. Right. It was a lob towards the back of the end zone. Yeah. So, therefore, the DB has to adjust his approach to the, to the ball last minute. He's thinking— He's hauling. He's hauling trying to get to the corner of the end zone. But then as he looks up, it doesn't go corner of the end zone. He has to step. He has to jump up vertically. And, of course, that's probably why he messed up his knee. The, the six inches helped, too, for you know, No extras, doubt. Right? No doubt. Yeah. yeah. So, but, yeah, so, you know, even, even uh, McCarthy, when he was talking about the interceptions, I, I think he said the first one was – you know, a drop pass. Yeah. The second one was a bad decision. A drop in intelligence. Yeah. Just, <laughs> a drop in intelligence. I went back to look at it, and I wanted to see if maybe Schultz kind of didn't cut his route right. That's you know, the way he threw it. That maybe he was – well, and it was a little bit behind him, and he was never open. He just wasn't open. So you can't throw it behind there was him a because dump, the, guy was, tra- the right. guy was trailing too close. There was a dump-off pass available to Zeke, I think it was. He probably wouldn't have gotten the first down, but he wouldn't have thrown right. an who interception. Cares? Yeah, right? less of the evils. Yeah. And, but, it was, and it wasn't just a guy who was trailing him. It was a ball hawk, right. Kevin Byard. <laughs> I was just looking up. How many interceptions does he have in his career? 27 interceptions. Does he really? Yep. 
in fact, now I'm looking up two last night. You know, his second year in the league, Byard had eight picks. That was in 2017. Nice. Uh, he's got 27 now in his career, four this year, five last year. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's that was one guy who did play for Tennessee, who's a regular right. and a former pro bowler, two-time pro bowler who did play for Tennessee in last night's game. See, and then the other thing that happened, was, even though they – their linebackers were out, defensive end was out, defensive tackle was out. The Cowboys struggled to run the Man, football. These guys were Now, playing. these guys are number two against the run, and I understand they had guys missing, but they decided we're playing a five-man front, Yes, basically, and almost every down. Yes. And it's like, you want to run the ball? Mm-hmm. Okay, come on. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have seven guys in the box, especially when you went two tight ends. Right. Three tight ends, they put eight, nine guys in the box, right? It's like, no, you're not going to run. And the Cowboys ended up, what, averaging uh, 2.7 yards a carry. And even when they ran for the touchdown, um, it was first and goal at the six, and it was a four-yard run, a one-yard run, and a half-yard run with a long reach mm-hmm. by Zeke to score the touchdown. His ninth straight game with a touchdown, by the way. Uh, so yeah, it was it was tough sledding in there, and so yeah, now you got to throw the ball. Yeah. And and last year we would have had an issue with that because what they talked about was being able to play the run, uh, and really playing like a two man uh, behind that, and that always gave Dak problems. Mm-hmm. And this year that does not seem to be working. Whether it's Philadelphia or Tennessee, uh, he's able to decipher things much better this year, much quicker. And really take advantage of any situation that he recognizes. And a little more patient. Because some of those routes he's throwing to CD, it, it, he needed time for those routes to develop. Offensive line. Yeah. We're, we're, we're just we're, – we have a – that travels. We talk about defense traveling. That offensive line is traveling well. If we can't run the ball, then we, we have the protection to keep that comfortable in the pocket. And you're right. There are times when he's back there, he's got – Four comfortable seconds yeah. to see what's going on. That's a luxury. And speaking of speaking the offensive of line, offensive line, <laughs> tell us what's going on with the offensive line with Tyler Biotish going down last they, night. They traveled to the right. <laughs> so, uh, and and McCarthy said that you know they they bring the, um, what's his name Hoff is it Hoff, Brock Hoffman Hoffman right? He gets elevated off the practice squad as kind of the backup center guard, but obviously. They didn't want to put him in the game. I know he hasn't played yet, yeah. right? So the plan was, McCarthy said, uh, when I asked him, is, you know, it was always Connor McGovern moves from left guard to center. Tyler Smith, Smith moves from left tackle to left guard. Mm-hmm. And Jason Peters comes in at left tackle. And, you know, they had a couple plays that uh, they struggled with. Mm-hmm. There was one that they didn't – Everybody took a guy, but no one took the guy coming through the gap, right? And I think it ended up in that sack. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, I mean, they kind of hung in there. Now we got to see what they do going forward. That was the emergency plan. Uh, and by the way, Brock Hoffman is out of elevations now. That was yes. his third elevation from the practice squad. You only get three. 
And they did that earlier in the year with Dakota Shepley, the Chicago, Green they Bay, and Minnesota game. They used his three elevations. Got anybody so, else on that practice squad? <laughs> you know, uh, Aviante Collins, who's yes. not a center, has had two elevations. Right, and he has – I think he might have some center okay. experience. Out of TCU. But anyway – uh, so after the game, I was told that, you know, Beatish is in a walking boot. And he didn't really want to talk about it. Uh, it's his right foot. And he's lucky because the way he got rolled up on when, when they showed the replay, I mean, they got both knees f- from behind, right? It's a high ankle sprain, uh, but they didn't think it was of the serious nature that a high ankle sprain can be where it's at least four weeks. A lesser grade. Yeah, a lesser, higher. I I mean, it's high, but it's not as serious (laughs) as normal. So, you know, the thought was, well, there's 13 days maybe between games if they play the following Sunday Uh because it could be Saturday, by the way. Uh, And then, you know, and then it's another week until you play a playoff game so he could, you know, have almost two weeks uh, to recover, so they they're gonna. And have we'll to we'll see, see whether that Washington game is gonna matter or not. It depends yes. on the New Orleans Saints on Sunday, right? Because then you would just say, well, there's no sense rushing them back. Mm-hmm. Just right. get them ready for the playoffs. Uh, but again, if you're gonna have to adjust for the playoffs, you better put those guys out there how you want to play the playoffs at least for a half, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you say, well, okay, if this is the way it's got to go with McGovern at center, do I take Tyler, Tyron Smith, put him back at left tackle? Right. Is it easier for Peters to play right tackle or rotate with Josh Ball on the right side? And, and I think that's the decision they'll have to make. That left tackle position pretty important, though, right? Mm-hmm. So... That's one thing that I think they would have to consider. Tyron looks good. Yeah. He looks real good. There was a couple pass blocks that Jason Peters struggled with. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know you want him to play 70 snaps. I don't know if you have a choice. Well, well, and so, yeah, and so then you – but he's never played right tackle, right, as far as I Until know. It, that, that, yeah. that drive – yeah, that that's possession. right. That's right. Until this year, he played yeah. it for ninety-eight yards. By golly, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so uh, we got to, which is a different. So it's a different dynamic in that decision. Yeah, as opposed to what it was. Whether you're choosing with Tyler Smith to play left tackle, now he slides in, and so now it's okay. I think that's a no-brainer. You got to put Tyron back at left mm-hmm. if that's what we're dealing with. You have to put Tyron back at left where he's the man. Where he's, right. To, to say comfortable is, a, is an understatement. And maybe maybe the decision depends on how long they think Biotis is out. Is it just one game? Or if it's two games and you got to go in the playoffs, you better uh, situate it how you want to play in the playoffs, right. Right? right? So that's one of the things that they got to decide. All right, we're just getting started on a Victory Friday edition of A Mixed Shots, and there's so much more to get to when we come back in just a moment. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. 
Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh, she's doing great. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? <sighs> great job, honey! Oh. oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. <sighs> Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar & Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite and 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller Time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. The mixed shots. This is how we country. Country music's party of the year is coming to the Ford Center at the Star in Frisco. Mick, there's a little thing in the cough button to your left. Just hit it. Sounding right. Here we go. There we go. The Academy of Country Music Awards are always bringing you the country music's brightest stars together under one roof. And no one does country like Texas. Witness history on May 11th. Get your tickets at ZeetGeek.com. ZeetGeek? ZeetGeek. <laughs> and if you didn't hear the first line, it says, This is how we country. Country music's party of the year is coming to Ford Center at the Star in Frisco. No K post reading? I, I like the country I, I, reading I'm, there. I'm kind of changing it up. Uh -huh. K post can go second. I guess. Yeah, I like that. That was a good. Mm -hmm. And uh, Nate and Frisco is in the studio now with us here in the SWBC podcast studio. But my understanding is Nate is just going to listen, although he's got a headset on. He's got a microphone in front of him. He's never turned down a microphone, <laughs> uh -huh. even if he's tired. I tell you what, I have one story. I called Mickey the day of the game. He just read that country thing. Right? Uh -huh. <laughs> and he said, Nate, I don't miss Mississippi as much as I thought because these are some country folks in Memphis. <laughs> I, I didn't know how to take that. No. I no. did not know how to take that. Let's, let's, let's turn that around. I said, Nate, there's a lot of country folks walking around this place. Uh, and he in goes, Nashville. And he goes, and he goes, yeah, that makes Mississippi look good. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mick can change it up when he wants to. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, I like that. yeah about like 55 to 5. Oh, uh, how, how, uh, we'll, to, we'll get to 56 to 5 here. How was your trip to the Grand Ole Opry Wednesday night? Yeah, I don't think that happened. Oh, uh, okay. I just walked down Broadway on uh, Thursday, like late morning, early afternoon. 
place was packed, and packed with cowboy fans too. By the way, well, that's not surprising. Mm-hmm. And I, and you know what? It gave me uh, a new uh, meaning to when people are on those uh, singing shows. And they ask him, well, where have you appeared? And they say, well, in Nashville. I sing in Nashville. So I'm thinking they're like concerts all over the place. Yeah. No, they're just in these clubs and they're singing and the windows are open. You walk down the street and you hear everybody singing. I'm going, that's what these people were talking about on American Idol. Yeah, I I sang in Nashville. Nashville. Yeah. All right. I can see that. that. Okay. um, Yes. You want to get to our picks to click and how successful we were or were not? Why do you want to pick this one, Bill? What do what you, you got going on? I don't have anything going okay, on. Okay, because you totally missed the score. I did. I, I, I met, You know, I didn't totally miss the score. Yeah, yes, you, you did. totally missed the score. You know, if you take away, if oh. you turn two <laughs> two interceptions and a fumble into touchdowns, then you're getting close to 56 no, points No, you're there. not, bro. From 27 plus, not, if those turn into touchdowns, there's 48. You might have got to 40. Okay, That's my if you missed it, my because of uh, the gas tank, my, my gas tank, <laughs> uh, I filled up earlier this week, and um, my gas price it was fifty six dollars and five cents. So my predicted score on the game was fifty six to five. See, I, I I rather you know Nate, he just picks the Cowboys to win, to win by, by one. one. And hey, I was the closest, guys. No, I was. No, I got I got thirty one thirteen. It was twenty seven. It was twenty seven thirteen. It was a fourteen point spread. I know what he's talking about. All wait, wait. So you were 31 13. I was 31 13. And I was 31 16. 31 16. And I had a 15 point spread, and they won by 14. You missed both scores. I got the spread right. <laughs> Everson got the Nobody's 13 right. Nobody's talking about <laughs> the spread. What is he talking about? Nobody's ever looked at that. Yeah. Now, I can't pick my, my tight ends because, of course, the tight end was the main one that just coughed up the. The, uh, but, uh, a tight end pass. scored two yeah, touchdowns. Two touchdowns. Difference in the game right okay. there. All right, I'll take that. I'll take that. On DallasCowboys.com, we have a thing called Pod Picks, obviously, because everybody has to pick games. Mm-hmm. We had one person pick the correct score, actually. Broadus did. Exactly. Oh, God. 27-13. <laughs> That's correct. They don't put mine on there, do they? <laughs> they do. Yes, they do. <laughs> oh, they do? Yes, if they I would have known yes, that. they yes. do. Oh. So, then, so then I am the closest then. I had no idea. 31-13. Yes, if you could go and the tight end and check, production is the Bill Jones' score. 56-5. to five. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that's pretty bad. That, looks, that makes you look like an amateur. Uh-huh. It really does. Truth, or, hurts. truth hurts. Or worse than that. <laughs> I'm going to start uh, <laughs> having William put 50, Bill, uh, Bill's gas bill. That's right. <laughs> Just instead of 56 to 5, put $56.05. All right. So who wins? I do. Now, who is your pick to click? Clark. Damone Clark. Nope. Me. He had a tackle for loss on the last That's play of the great. game. That's great. That's great. I got, I got tight got ends with two touchdowns. On touch now. mm-hmm. I got two touchdowns. I got tight ends with touchdown. two touchdowns. <laughs> the touchdown. That, oh, uh, the? No, that wasn't his guy. That I was, know he, they was confused on who it was. It was yeah. Diggs' guy. Yeah, he wind up with that guy. Yeah. See, that's uh-huh. the last guy who wind up with The last guy it. that comes to make uh-huh. the tackle. Yeah. Oh, he got beat. But, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I there's no way they got a middle linebacker. Covering a wide receiver, Diggs got off of his guy yeah. and went to somebody else to help out, and then he guessed wrong. Guessed wrong again. He's been guessing again. He's been guessing. He's been yes. guessing a lot lately. He's he's been guessing like Dak's been guessing. Now I could have forgiven him if he had got that pick six. Yeah, been nice. That clanged off his yeah. hands. Mm-hmm. 
That's 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 an instinctive read right there because you know that they're they're not going to be going towards the sidelines. You know they're going to try and throw it. Yeah, he saw somewhere it. towards the yeah. middle of the field. That it, was good stuff. It was coming. Yeah, um, but again, you know the injuries still kind of affect uh, this defense. When you don't have Van Der Esch in there. I mean, at one point, they were trying to give uh, Barr and Clark a break. They had Luke Gifford and that. Jabril Cox out there. I saw that. Jabril Cox played 14 snaps. That's the most he's had in his career mm-hmm. in a single game. Uh, I forgot he was active, <laughs> to tell you the truth. Um, and then the cornerback position, they're still – I mean, it looks like they're going with Nashawn Wright, you know, I mean, he, he had some moments out there, but then he got the pick. That's right. He had 47 snaps. His most in his career. So I thought he played well, especially for his inexperience. Yeah. yeah. You, you know what happened on the deep one when they showed the replay? Mm-hmm. Donovan Wilson was back, and for some reason he bit up. I don't know what he was biting up on because mm-hmm. he didn't come to cover anybody, and then he had no help deep, right. and Hooker was way on the other side of the field and right. couldn't get there in time to help him out. That's about how they play. Right? That's about how the Cowboys play. Yeah. The coaches put them in position, and if they, they've been told if you see something, you're sure about it jumping, and, and, and as we get closer to playoff football, we can't do that. Mm-hmm. Right. We have to mm-hmm. cover our friends back, our yeah. brothers back, and we have to be sure – and if Nation Wright is going to be this guy, uh, and my question to you guys and maybe to Everson is, I've seen teams going to get on a roll and win with a bunch of turnovers on defense. Can can we sustain this? Can, is this sustainable? It's 1981, going into San Francisco. You know, eventually, if we're that blessed, you know. And I remember going into San Fran. We had always been known for giving up the plays, but getting our plays. Getting the sacks, kind of a lot like this team, but and then we finally get the championship. We, the defense finally start playing well, but then now the offense is struggling because yeah. this is playoffs, right? You know, so right. you're going against a hell of a defense, and now you end up. You, you thought you righted the wrong, but in the end, you still give it up on a big play when it's all said and done. You can't, like you said, it's dangerous going to the playoffs with status quo. You know, you have to somehow step up and make some adjustments. The only thing that made me feel good about yesterday was everything was set up for us to lose. You know, last year, to me, we would have lost this game. You know, okay, who would have been playing? I think we would have collapsed offensively. Defensively, they would have picked on us in every uh, injured position in the secondary that we had to deal with. And we didn't. We came out of it. Uh, unfamiliar field, you're on grass. Yes. Unfamiliar. Dude, was it human out there? Were you there? Was was it human? Well, it was raining. It was raining. They look. They look. Uh, they look like Emmitt Smith back in Florida, running for all those, all those plays back in the day. His jersey was wet and torn, and yeah. you could just tell the humidity was in the air. It looked like they were exhausted. No, out there. I wrote that in my column. I said they looked like an exhausted team that played three games in twelve days. Yes. And no excuse, but that's kind of the way it looked. Well, no, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't need any excuses. That's what I like about the game. They came through all those problems that you could have uh, leaned back on, and they still won the game. And this is the second fashion. time they've went three games in twelve days, right? Yes. They. They. At first, I couldn't get it when Coach McCarthy was trying to tell us that earlier in the week. It's a grind. It's a, and I couldn't get it, but I get it now. I mean, even though. 
uh, conditions are different. Players get a chance to rest. It's still just the nature of the beast or the yeah. physicalness of the game. Yeah. And uh, and not practicing. Yeah. I mean, short, short week, right. travel, uh, it was all set up. I mean, they practiced, but it wasn't football. You it was know. Allen Iverson practice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and if you think about it, the defense, they gave up some big plays. Um, I had figured out at halftime, um, Tennessee at halftime – Happy hey. my bill. <laughs> I got it. I got it. I got it. Just hang with me. Hang this with is me. part of the appeal of the show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mickey looking, Mick looking hits. for whatever he's Mick, about to say Mick, next. Mick hits at seven. I wanted to be playing the uh, hits. I wanted to be accurate, right? At halftime, Tennessee had 152 yards. Uh-huh. They had 102 on three plays, so mm-hmm. they were getting hit with big plays. And then in the third quarter. If you take away one possession, it's a 27-6 game and everybody's happy, right? They converted three third and sixes on that possession and a fourth down conversion. And the last third and six was for the touchdown that we talked about. Right. So you make one play somewhere in there, it's a different score and everybody's happy with 27-6. Right. So... So is this stretch, and, and this is not an excuse because Tennessee played the same schedule, this stretch of three games in 12 days as opposed to Thanksgiving, is it tougher as players to go Sunday and then play Saturday and then Thursday or Saturday to Sunday and then Thursday? The, the, the middle game being on Saturday, does it make a difference? The, the thing that, that gets you is, is most coaches try to keep you on a, on a stern schedule. hmm and Routine. so that, that's getting yeah. that's getting disrupted. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got a lot of injuries that have been uh, that have occurred. So now you got to try to fix those injuries in a short week. And yeah, it, it, it could be hectic, man. Because uh, even though the coaches said we're going to try to run uh, plays that relate to other plays, you still want to put a wrinkle in or a wrinkle there, and it could throw off the young guys. This, right. And uh, Mickey told me this other day. I didn't. This team is young. Mm-hmm. This is a very young team, and uh, they've come through this, man. And uh, Coach McCarthy has just done a super job, you know. I think of bringing his team through this, man, because uh, I, this is the only coach I know in America that has to defend winning. <laughs> He's the only coach that got to walk up and say, "Okay, it wasn't pretty. What yeah. did we do wrong? Right, but we right. still won. Yeah. Twelve. Yeah. We got twelve wins. We yeah. got twelve wins. But yeah. oh, what was me? Yeah. yeah. So and so, from a mindset of a player right now, you just got through that stretch, which is the second time in a month's time that you've played three games in twelve days, and now. It's New Year's weekend. You get the long weekend. You got one game left, and then the postseason. Regardless of whether things fall your way and you win the division, whatever, you know that okay. At least you're playing next Sunday or Saturday or Sunday in Washington, and there's the playoffs. Yeah. How does that help you from a mental standpoint? Get ready now that okay, you, you're through this December. November, December, crunch time, and now focus on the playoffs. And, and, well, this is the end of the season. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is it. So the, the grind itself could have caught up with you, you know. You're past the grind now. Yeah, you're past the grind. And you got you have a reprieve coming up as mm-hmm. well uh, with the number of uh, days that you have before you play the commanders. That's what I like about it. They kind of get to rest going into the playoffs. So 
you kind of look at it like, you know, timing is everything. You know, with the Cincinnati now, now that you got the W on Thursday, it's like, all right, we, we got an advantage over everybody win, else now. now. Right. Now, I, can't, I can't tell you how good that win felt because everything was set up for you to lose. Everything was set up for you to start having dominoes fall as opposed to setting them up. You know, Marcus Lawrence was pretty good about the perception. Um, I was standing there when he said this. He said, once you all see – a game like Minnesota, you instantly think that's how every game's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, I wish, yeah. he said, but it's not. You have to be able to fight through adversity. I think it comes with the territory. And then somebody said about, well, it's a win, but the Cowboys get criticized. He goes, I think it comes with the territory of being a Dallas Cowboy in all honesty. You all question every damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> but he was right. He was right. You know, uh, he has a way of putting things. And, and he had a hell of a game. Mm-hmm. He, had, he had five tackles. Um, he had a quarterback forced hit. Yep. Forced fumble. Uh, and two passes defended at the line of scrimmage. So that was a Pro Bowl performance. I told you, him. that's my guy, right? We talked about it last week. Yeah. Oh, well, this week, earlier this week. You, 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 this is where we'll learn a lot about the Cowboys. These next three days, they're off, right? Mm-hmm. We should be able to call every guy on his cell phone, and say, hey, man, where you at? Just catch him off guard. Man, I'm laying. I'm at home. I'm mm-hmm. sleeping. <laughs> uh, I'm over here to the training room. Right. Because that is the only uh, solution. No, that is the only solution you have. If any guy, and I'm talking about paying significant snaps for the Dallas Cowboys, is out doing anything You're else. not hanging out at the Cowboys Cafe? Yeah, no, no, no. That was a different breed of guy. That was a different You got to understand that. Let me go through hey, that real baby, quick. Cowboys See, I, I took Old the approach school, as baby. a coach. I took the approach as, as a coach. I don't care how many games we play, you're going to be in your pads. I don't care how many games we played, I'm going to be out drinking. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, so, thank, you, uh, thank you for bringing so, your, your I'm gonna be, customers I'm gonna be, to me. I'm going to be consistent. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to be consistent, uh, Cole, I'm going to be consistent. All right. We'll wrap up mix shots in just a moment. <laughs> we paid how much for those lessons? She's doing great. Oh, yeah. Totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? <sighs> great job, honey. Oh. oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. (sighs) Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. 
Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Back, back to mixed shots. K-Post Roofing and Waterproofing, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys from corporate homes to your home. Have your roof checked by choice, not by chance. Call now, 214-225-4860, and that's kpostcompany.com. All right, final nine minutes here of mixed shots. We get you ready for the new year. Mickey, what do you got on your legal pad? Um... I never figured out the fumbled snap, like what happened there. I was it thinking. It looked like he pulled away too soon. He pulled away too yeah, soon. Yeah, he pulled away too soon. That's what it looked like because hmm. when I, the, it seemed as if once he finally even did he even touch the ball or tried to touch it, it seemed like he was already. He was backing up. Backing up. I didn't know if yeah. the ball was wet because it had rained. It really rained that first quarter, by okay. the way, you guys. I don't know if you could see it on TV, but it was coming down. Um, yeah, that was a that was a weird one. Um, that was on deck. I have a shot of it. That's okay, what I said. Yeah, yeah, it looked close pretty, up. It looked pretty, pretty mm-hmm. obvious. Why is he moving out so fast? Why is he? That's just didn't make any sense. And once again, still able to overcome those mistakes. So it's just weird. Yeah, that's that's why I'm, I'm. I don't know why I'm so happy about that game. And you know, in that first half, they they had those big plays. I pointed out. 39, 33, and 30, mm-hmm. and the worst they did was give up field goals. So, looked like on that snap that Dak was pulling out and he was going to, he was pivoting and he was going to roll left and he was, he knew he had to get there in a hurry. He and was going to follow the gun Because CD went was in motion. motion and I don't think I've ever seen him fumble a snap. Yeah. Have you, do you recall? That might have been one of those that he was going to go left and throw it to CD, who was in motion on the run. And he knew they he ran it. one like that the other way, too, by the way. And Did yeah. I tell y'all I don't miss Amari Cooper anymore? Did I say that? <laughs> no, you haven't said I that. I have not missed Amari Cooper in a long time. Say about at least six weeks. Because of CD. Because of CD. You miss OBJ? I'm, I'm nope, there. because of T.Y. T.Y., man. <laughs> See? They increased his snaps from 12 to 22, and I would imagine that goes up another 10. And he's where he and needs to be at all times. in two weeks, it'll be up to 45. Yes. He's where he needs to be when Dak needs him. You I mean, see, he's always going to run the right route Coming the out of way. the slot on that slant for yeah. the first down, I mean, golly. And the one that he caught and ran with, yes. it was yes. a short pass, and he got 20 yards. Right. And he almost had that deep one. Because he did the same thing. He he kind of like kept his arms in in the yeah. last minute, yeah. and he needed one more step. Uh, and he would have – because you know what? When I when I recognized when he was in, that cornerback was off 10 yards, right? <laughs> and the safety was hovering over the top. It's like, no, not on us, right? And uh, he's fast, but it's kind of hard to make up 10 yards, it right? Uh, but, yeah, he th- – what a find. Right. I mean, what a what a what a what a, a thought process. We're throwing the ball deep, 
You know, we're actually throw, consciously throwing the ball deep. And look what happens when you throw the ball deep. Yeah. I mean, come on. Well, the odds are you might get a P.I. And we end up getting, I think, two of them. They got deep passes. A P.I. Was it two? Yeah, it was two, right? It was two, one deep. I know. I, I thought yeah. it was two of them were deep. But what it did is it just shows that, you know, most defensive backs are not ready for that. So don't let them off the hook by always bailing them out with short routes. We need to threaten them deeply, and that's what happened. It, yeah, Gallup that, that had, really had one of them, right? The yeah. guy mugged him. Mugged. It was really funny because when they showed the replay in the stadium, everybody started booing. <laughs> I'm going, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I thought CD lost track of the ball. On his deep one? Yes. I, I didn't think he made – I thought he made an unnecessary move. Was there sun? If he were to keep <laughs> – <laughs> just, just ask him. <laughs> you were there, Mick. Tell us. Okay. It was that sun. Maybe the raindrops, right? <laughs> All right, know. let me ask you this. 5.51 left in the game after the Nation Wright interception. Cowboys mm-hmm. are up 27 to 13. You want them to run all three plays? Zeke ran for nothing, which, which was typical all night. Mm-hmm. And then incomplete to CD, incomplete uh, punt. And 4.55 left. So you, you ran 55 seconds off the clock on that possession. Why, why are you throwing it there? I'm just asking. You are who we, who maybe we they, thought you were. Maybe they that's thought it was, too, it was too easy. Mm-hmm. We are who we thought you were. That's, that's, you are who we thought you were. That's what I can say. Like you say, it's just in his DNA. Mm-hmm. He can't help himself. You, you know, know you have great receivers, you know, and, you know, you got T.Y. Hilton. And, you know, once a quarter, you're going to take a shot. Mm-hmm. Once, a, one, Twice a game, Kellen Moore going to take a shot. And, and, and how much well, did, at, how much, at that time? Yeah, it, I think what I'm he was saying, trying to that's do, what he's going to do. He was trying to put a drive together to take time off the clock. Mm-hmm. That was supposed to be his deliberate plays to take time off the clock. But if you're not completing the pass, then, of course, it's counterproductive. And I don't think they were going tempo. On the previous drive, they went tempo, uh, taking over at 9.45 left, which was the, the field goal drive. They got, right. got them up 27-13. Which, by the way, this guy's money. It, it, that was the 45-yard? Yep. Oh, I mean, yeah. that was basically to yeah. seal the game, right? right? And he just right down yeah, the know. middle. I know. Love this guy. He's amazing. We got the best kickers in the league. And, and I wondered if, okay, it, it's the opponent factoring into this. Okay, we can we can just go ahead and throw it here and because this game's in hand. Mm-hmm. You don't – They. I don't want to go – because they won. I don't want right. to be that guy. But you don't, you don't ever be counterproductive with your team mm-hmm. as a coach, especially as a quarterback and your defensive leader. You don't – do things that you know in, in behind yeah, the eight ball. Yeah, you yeah. just don't. And and we we do that a couple of games, and we've learned to accept it. Uh, so because but, we won. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but this this is who I think the Cowboys is. I mean, even if we, we when we get into the playoffs, we can go to Tampa, we can go to wherever we're going, to Carolina, and it's going to be a, a time where you say, "Wow, you we know, we didn't have to do that. Yeah, we didn't have to do yeah, that, but." Yeah. 
because uh, I knew what play you was bringing up because the first thing I said looking at the game, I said, wow, Nick Saban would have pulled Kiffin to the side and said, look at that's why you going, that's why you're in Mississippi. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't stay here with that. Right. You well, know, but that's they're trying. That's who we are. But they're trying to close the game. They average two point seven yards a carry. So if you ran the By ball, the, okay, fine, you're giving it back. Because it's it's been in the last couple of months of the season, they they have been running the ball. I mean, yes, they, I know. Especially second half of games yeah. where they would have a. 12-play touchdown drive, and there's nine runs on that touchdown drive. Well, the next time they got but, the ball. But they weren't having the success running the ball against right. Tennessee. Yeah, he was, he was trying yeah. to uh, get a drive going to take time off the right. clock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they just keep the ball. It. Yes. Because the next drive, when they came with like three minutes left, three and change. Three, oh, they three ran, 44. They ran. Zeke won, Zeke And it was one. third and eight, third yeah. and I don't seven. Recall, I don't recall who he passed it to. Or, or, he, did uh, a smoke, he did a smoke screen to CD, which is basically a run, right? right? And it's a safe pass because it's, got it's not going to stop. That's what got but, but <laughs> it's not going to stop the <laughs> clock, right? Why we need to, to seal this win? Hey, man, you want you, you, you got your yards? third straight hundred yard game here? Yards, here you man. go. We got two yards to get you hundred. <laughs> Temp, tempo works, but see, tempo works both ways. You walk out of the huddle, you look at the clock. And you snap it with two or three seconds left. Uh-huh. Tempo works both yeah. ways, and, yeah. and that's all Bill is saying. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know we could have got a, a, a minute and fifty-five or two minutes because mm-hmm. we'd been walking out of the huddle. I mean, yeah, I, I knew we weren't gonna run the ball. You, if you, <laughs> you just you, knew it. You knew it. I mean, you, <laughs> bro, I was glad. I was like, I was wondering why we didn't throw more shorter passes because they couldn't cover CD. Right. They, you know, they couldn't cover uh, Ty and mm-hmm. our tight ends. I was like, wow, why we ain't dinking and right. dunking? Right. Because them boy. You saw Zeke, man. I'm going to get out of this. Hey, Malik. You hey, hey, did you see him? Zeke was tired, so man. Can... They hit him so hard one time. I, I, he looked at Malik like. I saw that, too. He was tired. No, no. Like, the, come on. The one run he had, though, it, he didn't even get hit. He just said, I'm not getting hit. He went down. You never see Zeke do Zeke that, man. Zeke looked tired, man. Yeah. He looked tired. That was funny. I, I just. Well, it goes back to what we talked about, the exhaustion. I, I just look like a tired team at times. And, and, and once again, look tired, but still came through and, with the play. And probably a little mentally tired, too. Yeah. Right? And, and still won the game. Yeah. And I, yes, we're playing against back, all that. Still won the game. Bill, you played football in your days? Uh, yeah, up to my sophomore year in high, high school. school. Yeah. Did you ever get, did <laughs> no. you ever get uh, ridiculed for winning? <laughs> I, I'm uh, serious. Just think now for the last what? four weeks. Coach McCarthy been like he been dreading to come to the mic. I mean, I didn't win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so a win was every win was a Super Bowl. You know what? I was telling the story. Every meal was a bacon. I was telling the story yesterday. I said when I was fourth grade. Okay, first year I played organized football, Irving right. YMCA, we won the championship. We had a quarterback named Neil Turner who was all American, okay? Yeah, right, right. We won the championship game at Irving School Stadium, 42-7. to Next year, I played for the Army. I was the starting quarterback. Oh, you, wow. know, you know how many touchdowns we scored that year? 
Zero. At the end of the season, they went and got me glasses. And I'm like, well, no wonder I, no wonder I couldn't play quarterback. I couldn't see the receiver. Oh, it was like a whole new God. world opened up to me. I got these glasses oh, now. God, I would have like, been an all Hall of Fame quarterback. Like Harlem Knights nice Red Fox. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. See. They were scared to play me, so I never got exhausted. I, was, I would be scared for you to play. Yeah, yeah. my mom was too. Mm. Mm-hmm. Although wow. there was one game, we were sophomore year, were undefeated, and we had to play Thornridge, which was a really good football school, and they had this freshman named Quinn Buckner. Mm-hmm. We wow. all knew about Quinn Buckner, right. right? And he didn't play the first time we met. We played him twice that year. We beat him the first time. The second time, all we could talk about, oh, this Quinn Buckner's playing in this game. They would put him all over the place. He played safety, linebacker, running back, wide was receiver. Was he big then? Yes, he was. And uh, they were. I was. I was watching this stuff, right? And we were punting. No, they were. They. We were punting to them. He catches the punt. He's coming up field. No one's tackling him, and we got one guy back. And the guy back was my size, right? He didn't even put a move on the guy. He just ran over and flattened him. And at that point, I'm looking at him going, yeah, I really don't want to right. get in this game. Uh, wow. And he was only a freshman. I was going to say, I was looking at the different – I just looked him up. Wait a second. Quinn Butner can't be 70. Yes, He's he uh, 68 years old. That's wow. crazy, He man. was a freshman. He reminded me of my big. cousin who played against Hershey Walker. told me, man, I tackled Hershey Walker. I hit him with everything I had. I said, well, y'all slowed him down. Yeah, for 170 yards. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that does it for a Friday edition of Mixed Shots. Y'all got, y'all got big New Year's Eve plans, right? Uh, not no. really. Mm, and by the way, we're, oh, well, we got football tomorrow. We, we got do. playoff games. I'm watching tomorrow. football. Uh, I'm, I'm I might try to go to church. Church? Yeah. New uh, Year's Eve? New Year's yeah. Eve? Uh, New Year's Eve. Church is chicken. <laughs> okay, okay, but on the record. On the record, who's playing uh, who's winning the college bowl games tomorrow? I'm always a TCU, Michigan, TCU, Michigan, Ohio State, Georgia. As much as I like Michigan running back, I'm going with TCU. I want TCU to win. Yeah, I want them to. I want TCU has a good running back. Yeah. I think they're going to surprise people. Okay, so we're in agreement. TCU. If the TCU fans can get to the game. And they're going to play who in the national championship game? Ohio, Ohio, Ohio State, State or Georgia? Come on, Georgia. Oh, Georgia. Kill them. Yeah. Okay. Kill them, Georgia. Georgia. Okay. TCU, Georgia. Mickey. Yeah. Yeah, okay. We're in agreement. It's TCU, Georgia yeah. in the national championship game. Mm-hmm. All right. That does Depends it for. Depends on what my gas tank says. Mick Shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The gas tank will be 56. <laughs> good job, Greg. Good job, Greg. <laughs> All right. Happy New Year, everybody. See go, you Monday. Go, Cowboys. Or Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday. It's Tuesday? Yeah. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!